Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, X-Zone Radio TV. For more information on the X-Zone Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.xzoneradiotv.com or www.xzonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome to Heart to Heart Radio with Dan and Ann. We're coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. And I want to tell you tonight, everybody, we've got a wonderful, wonderful guest for you. And uh, Angela, would you go ahead and introduce our guest tonight? I sure will, Dan. Well, we're excited about our guest. And um, we're, our topic tonight is going to be experiencing and connecting with God, which we'll be discussing with our guest, Sean Allison. Sean has been working in the field of trauma recovery for the past 35 years, a medical intuitive who has served as a teacher and energy healer. Sean helps his clients heal by bridging perception, imagination, and action, and other various modality, modalities, which he will share with us tonight to enhance his clients' relationship with God. He also spent 25 years working with autism and served 10 years as a chaplain. Welcome, Sean. Welcome, Sean. Welcome to you. you. It's nice to be here. Good, good. Well, Sean, we're, we are so looking forward to this show. And, you know, I think you're really, what I'm excited about is you're going to take us on a journey tonight that's probably a lot deeper than most of us have ever went in our relationship with God. And I, I think the world needs this. I think the world is asking themselves, how do we connect with God? Uh, do, do we know the full nature of God? Where is God? How do we access God? And I just love it that you're going to take us into this in a much, much deeper way, and maybe even in a way we might be uncomfortable with. But I just, I guess the first question I want to ask you, uh, Sean, and you can start it out however you want, is I know you work with a lot of clients and, uh, in very interesting ways to uh, help them with their relationship with God. So just start it out how you want there, Sean. Well, you know, I came from the Christian tradition. So um, my first experience with God is how I saw that develop 
in the relationships of my family, my parents, um, in the church that they went to and that I was a part of. And one thing that really came to mind um, when thinking about this topic is that there are traditional ways that we see God as being removed, like outside of us in nature, where we can experience it. Um, And there's also ways that we can experience it in the written word. Um, Maybe it's also in the way that we um, identify what is going on around us. We might be moved emotionally and recognize something shifting. And, and so that's what I kind of want to go into as we continue our time together. Um, there's something that um, I read recently that kind of really sets the tone for our time together. Uh, this quote is by John Philip Newell. He uh, comes from the Celtic Christian tradition, which focuses more on the feminine aspects of, of God. Um, too often in the past, our approach to truth has been to assume that we have it and others do not. Consequently, we have thought that our role is to tell people what they believe or what to believe. We are being invited instead into a new humanity to serve the holy wisdom that is already stirring in the hearts of people everywhere. The growing awareness of the earth's interrelatedness and sacredness. And you know, that just um, has me thinking of um, a time when I was growing up and my father tried to keep me on course and correct me when I was doing wrong. And he said, um, if you tell me the truth, when something goes wrong, your uh, punishment will be lesser than comes to me and tells me what you have done, then you will have a stiffer punishment. So I went around um, as a child thinking that God was out to get me. To, to tattle on me. Um, so I thought that that was a really interesting place to start because um, in our tradition, um, oftentimes our relationship or relating to God comes from a place of fear and, and trepidation um, of, of the... Um, Yeah, the, the part of God that is um, conquering cities and, and nations, and um, so a, a real foreboding. It sounds it was like a long but, time before. Oh, go ahead. I was just thinking it. It sounds like you know what you're talking about is sometimes we we could. A lot of people, including myself, have made God in our image, almost like the image of our Father. You know, if our father was angry and abusive, then God was that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of how we see him all through the scriptures. Is that kind of what you're relating to a little bit, Sean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, so, I'm ex- go ahead, Trent. Oh, I was just going to say that um, our time together will be kind of moving in a different direction that looks more at the wonder and amazement that comes from that experience. Mm-hmm. Love that. Well, you know, I'm excited to hear what you have to say about ways that we can connect with God and hear God and see, see God and, and, and connect with him in the different ways that you've learned and you've been helping people to get connected. So um, anyway, I'm excited. I really am. Yeah, and, and you mentioned, Sean, external ways. Um, what, are, what are some like external ways we can experience God? Yeah, well... Um, in nature, uh, oftentimes uh, when I am like going on a hike or just sitting enjoying nature, there's this this presence, this stillness that I find, and uh, just being able to relax 
and enjoy uh, the environment and pay attention to more subtle qualities and the sounds that are going on around me. So um, I think nature is a really um, organic way of experiencing God. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also noticed that in walking into buildings like mm-hmm. uh, cathedrals, when I'm going from a busy street inside a building that is a sacred space, um, there's something that changes in the atmosphere of the building. Um, you can feel the barometric pressure shift, and you, you uh, are brought into a, a place of, of calm and stillness and, and an awareness of what is going on uh, around me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you think that's because of all the prayers and things that are happening in there? If, if you're talking about like a church building, would you think it's because of the, the intention that's going on there to pray and to worship and to surrender and all those other things that you know, feel that effect? It certainly sets a tone, doesn't it, Dan? Yeah, yeah, it does. I feel the same way. And I've, I've heard from other people, too, that some buildings, you know, where even saints and things were built on, there was even a conscious calibration that they, they were able to measure it through kinesiology. You know, some of these places where um, different ones were buried underneath the church. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's almost like there's an energetic imprint of what is going on. Yeah. And that is some of the things that we can tune into when we become quiet inside of us um, and just kind of calm things down and pay attention to things that um, we're not considering at the moment. Yes. And you mentioned symbols, too. Yes. Um, You know, sometimes when I get a keepsake from a special friend, um, I have attached to it an energetic imprint of my memory around that's related to that friend. And so each time that I pick up that object, I am remembering the experience I had with them and can be um, taken back to that moment in time. And so um, these symbols um, are ways that we can hold an intention or an emotion or an event to be reminded of so that when we're focusing on it, it alters how we are feeling and experiencing and brings us into a, a different way of relating to it. Wow, that's fascinating. And that probably happens. I know a lot of people say that happens with crystals. I've thought it with crystals. They've said people, it holds energy, but I didn't think of other objects, you know what I mean, that people hand to you. That's very interesting. And Sean, what about like the negative uh, type symbols or things that you might, you know, you know, have you ever had any experience where an object caused some sort of negativity? Have you sensed anything like that? Yeah. Well, and oftentimes my intention, if I'm out to do no good, if I'm and out Sean, for trouble. Could you hold could you hold that thought because uh we're gonna have to take a commercial break, Angela Sean here. Yep. And uh we're gonna take commercial break, but Sean Allison will be back with us coming up right after the commercial break. All right, you're listening to the Heart to Heart Radio Show on the X Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. You can learn more about our show by visiting hearttoheartradioshow.com or check out our personal website, prodigaljourneys.com. Again, we'll be right back after the commercial break. You're listening to Exxon Radio. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. 
yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com. All right. We're back. Tonight our guest is Sean Allison, and his website address is www.selfcareresults.com. And uh, our topic tonight is experiencing and connecting with God. And uh, Sean, um, I guess we just want to carry on the conversation here. It seems like we're going to go deeper and deeper and deeper into this understanding of who God is, how God is affecting us, and uh, just maybe even beyond just praying to God outside and waiting for God or something to happen externally. But we're actually going to bring God in to our world, um, which is what I think we're missing today. I think everybody's waiting for something to happen out there to come in here to, to save us. And uh, anyway, I just wanted to say that. But the, the next question I guess I want to ask you is, how does this experiencing God affect our physiology? And could you explain physiology? Sure. So... Well, we're wanting to take a look at how God affects us internally, um, internal, inside of me. Okay. Um, when I'm experiencing uh, that connection with God, um, I get sensations of warm, uh, tingle, um, sometimes goosebumps. Um, my, my heart may open up. Um, I may feel uh, vulnerable and emotional. I think that the shift happens um, when we are kind of feeling um, that relate that relatability, that relationship. Um, initially, it could happen in our interactions with other people, where within the conversation, um, we may feel um, a buoyancy and excitement. Um, another one that comes to mind that's, that's kind of interesting, have you ever been drowsy and mm-hmm. just kind of having a hard time um, staying awake? And then yes. you catch your second wind? Mm-hmm. There yeah. are, there's a point in conversations where you can see it happen, where um, someone catches that second wind, um, and their physiology changes. Their blood pressure um, increases. Their respiration increases. When I'm doing Reiki with someone, um, I watch for these signs for the, the body changes, um, and I adjust that flow of electromagnetic energy 
um, to um, give them a, a sense of buoyancy. Wow. You know, something else that comes to mind, too, is that um, you may feel um, a sense of air pressure changes. Um, you might feel pressure in a certain place around your body. Like you might feel like there are um, hands on your shoulders. Um, so some of it can be uh, more of a, a physical uh, reaction to what is going on. Another interesting way that you can experience it in your physiology is by um, bringing in with intention um, and using your imagination to create a flow of energy that moves in specific ways. Um, at the school where I teach at, at Journey Within, um, we help students uh, get familiar with how their body processes this energy and use it to um, provide uh, a state change, a uh, healing aspect uh, on an emotional, um, mental, and psychological level. Um, you can come in and be agitated or upset or busy in thought and just by running energy in a specific way, it can really calm someone down. Wow, that's amazing. Hmm. That is, wow. Do most people, Sean, that come to you, are, are most of those people, I mean, do you get like religious people or do you get more spiritual people? I mean, I, I always wonder how you introduce something like that, this energy, you know, calling God energy and that sort of thing. Is it something that you that you lead them into in the way of uh, in the way of an introduction, or are they pretty much ready for the next step, the next step in their awareness? I just wondered how you kind of bridge that for people. Oh, sure. Um, first of all, I look for ways that people are feeling kind of stuck or at the end of the road. Um, they may be dealing with things in their lives that are very um, challenging. So if there is a lot of emotional, um, um, let's say, emotional upset, then we may go to a more softer approach in experiencing God. Now, some people that are coming from, let's say, the, the more spiritual realm where they're already familiar with um, energy work, um, I will encourage them to get into uh, personifying that experience of God, what I call role-playing. You know, when I can look at interacting with God as a father, or, you know, as a brother, um, as a best friend, you know, as a mother. Uh, there's different uh, role plays that will help me be able to wrap myself around how large the idea of God is. And if we're looking at how vast the universe is, um, it's easy to relate to something with stories and metaphors and um, traditions, uh, rituals. So we kind of paint a picture of God so that we can relate to it. Interesting. Interesting. How, do, how does meditation take us there? What, what part does that play? You know, a lot of people, I know a lot of fundamentalists, they're scared of meditation mm -hmm. because it's, it's that, you know, that space, that uh, uh, stillness, you know, an idle mind is a devil's workshop. Yeah. Um, how, do, how, do you, how do you bridge that for people? And how does meditation, how does that connect us, do you feel? Well, you know, we can uh, go into a real quick visualization around this. Um, imagine yourself sitting in front of the TV and just kind of dozing in and off of the program. 
it's just a, a relaxing Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon, and you're just kind of fading in, watching golf. Not that interesting, but, you know, it's something in the background. It's calming and soothing. Um, you're not in your analytical part of your brain. You're, you're in that rest or repose. So that's all we're doing with meditation is just calming down the body so that it can uh, be still, it can be quiet, and then you can observe things going on that are more subtle in nature that you would be overlooking um, if you were um, you know, processing um, your next to-do list. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, I just, um, we really need to take that time to quiet ourselves, especially in this crazy, busy society that we're in right now with people having to work two and three jobs just to make it and, and, and even having to bunk up with other people because you know, it's getting kind of weird there, I know, in Denver. And I would just think that would be harder and harder to do that. So it's just so vital, probably at least to get out to the park and just calm yourself, quiet yourself and listen and be quiet and, and not talk. And, you know, just so, so, so important. And, and I am curious about your, your work with the people that have had PTSD and I, I've had PTSD and I just kind of wondered what your tricks were to help those people to get calmed down in a quick fashion and what, what your steps are to try to help them to get their lives back in an even keel. Oh, Sure. Well, um, I think all of us have experienced PTSD maybe at a lighter, mm-hmm. um, you know, in a, in, a, in a smaller way. If we get stuck on a particular storyline, it's repetitious, and we start to perseverate on it, and, and then we can't get it out of our head. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, I'm not going to have chocolate. I'm not going to, I'm going to, and then I'm driving to the store to get chocolate. <laughs> um, it's a, it's a easy example of uh, the more difficult problems that, that people suffering with trauma and unable to get out of that pattern, um, the storyline, the physical uh, remembering of what, um, happen to them. Uh, so some of the things that I work with is being able to to get them to focus on something different, and then working uh, the energy around how they relate to that topic. Um, okay, Sean, hold that thought there. Up. Hold that thought. We're going to have to take a commercial break, but we'll be right back with Sean Allison. And our topic tonight is on experiencing and connecting with God. All right, guys, you can contact our guest, Sean Allison, by going to his website, www.selfcareresults.com. You've been listening to the Heart to Heart Radio Show with Dan and Ann on the X Zone Radio Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Our website, heart2hearttwoheartradioshow.com. Our personal website is prodigaljourneys.com. All right, guys, we'll be right back after the commercial break. They're here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologist, 
facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. All right, we're back. We've been talking with our guest, Sean Allison, and his website is www.selfcareresults.com. We're so glad you joined us tonight, Sean, and we've been discussing the different ways to experience and connect with God. And Sean, if you just want to finish up where you left off, I think Angela was asking you a little bit about PTSD, and I don't know if you finished that up, but if you want to continue, that'd be great. And for the audience, let's just say that's uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, Sean's been saying that everybody's got a little bit of that from time to time. Go ahead, Sean. Are you there, Sean? When you're looking at, can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. All right. Um, When you're looking at PTSD, there's a lot of um, repetitive thought patterns uh, that people get stuck in and their bodies are triggered from the events and reliving those events. And the very fascinating thing about this whole topic is how we have an intention and and we're focusing on something and then we start identifying it in our, um, in our horizon and in our environment. We also create that experience um, over and over again inside of ourselves. So our body takes on the full effect of those thoughts and emotions as we relive the trauma. So one way that we can get around that is by creating a different, um, a different topic to focus on mm-hmm. that is not, um, that that's foreign to, um, what they are experiencing. And um, I work with them doing um, energy work. So we're, we're looking at the energetic component that goes into those thoughts and then shifting it um, with a different way of feeling and um, responding to those events. Mm-hmm. Wow, that sounds healing, I'll tell you. So, you know, for me, my brain would just go kind of mushy and I, I couldn't really see really good, get kind of blurry and maybe my back would start hurting. And I, I don't really even know what exactly happened. Just suddenly, I, th- I, th- I thank God I don't have this anymore, really, but it would just be like, oh, no, you know. So, like, what might you suggest on somebody experiencing something like that? Yeah. Um. One thing that I would um, suggest doing is um, laying down and going through a process of identifying um, 
where in your body that you are in pain and tensing that area up and then relaxing the muscles in that area and, and focusing on uh, being specific in each area um, as you're doing the contraction and then relaxation or relaxation. Um, you get the body uh, into a state of um, relaxing where it's not relating to the event. It's relating to the, the impulses or the, the, um, the it's re- relating to your um, decisions around um, changing those um, or making those muscle movements. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I know that, you know, my back would hurt or something like that. But um, anyway, it probably shouldn't take away from, you know, connecting with God. But I know that when you're not, you're feeling fuzzy and all that, I'll tell you what you, what you want to do is you want to get back to, you know, being in the present moment. And it just seems like that trauma just takes you in another place in your brain where you're not totally present. And um, you just feel so, I don't know, disconnected from everything. So that's not a nice place to be. But Anyway. That's beautiful, Sean, the way you've, you know, led us into that, you know, looking at these feelings as energy and, you know, just the way you express that was really beautiful. And I just want to go on here a little bit about expanding yeah. now. I love it that you're bringing God into our reality, to this moment, to this place. We don't have to wait. We don't have to, you, you know, I'm getting, I'm starting to feel like there's no separation between us and God. And I, I think the church for me, you know, God was out there. And could, could you just talk a little bit about evoking about, uh, you know, sixth sense, you know, we're hearing more and more about the sixth sense and what that is and mm. how it relates to the Holy Spirit and all this stuff. Cause I know a whole lot of people are kind of like, yeah, tell me, but I'm scared. Can you, can you lead us into that? Sure. Sure. Um, and maybe a good way of describing it is looking at how the imagination um, affects our thoughts, and then our thoughts affect our emotions, and then our emotions affect our behavior, and then our practices um, affect the direction that we're going in. So um, if we can move back to that point of intention and focus on, let's say, love or compassion or, or peace and being able to um, breathe in nice and slow and breathe out. Uh, there's a four-count pattern that can put us um, into a state of relaxation where you Breathe in for four seconds, you hold it for four seconds, and then you breathe out for four seconds. And you do this, um, it's a square breath, a breathing practice, and in no time, um, it calms the body uh, down and gets you into the thought of the breathing and not into the thought that is producing, like in Angela's example of PTSD. Exactly. Um, Another way of triggering that internal experience is through fasting, where you are um, depriving your body of, let's say, um, a food or or like alcohol or um, sweets. Or, or maybe you're just going to do a juice fast and focus on that for a while. Um, you can set the tone of that time just to be focusing in on what brings you peace, um, what brings love or joy, um, and then allowing your thought process to follow that, that line of direction. Um, you can also set up Uh, rhetorical questions. These are questions that are open-ended and designed to get you thinking and gathering information rather than solving a particular um, 
answer. But like so, what might it, what might be a yeah good. Yeah, an example of this would be um, if I were to say, you know, what is trying to happen here? What am I experiencing right now? And where could this take me? Um, how would I bring God into that experience? If God is outside of me and God is everywhere, then God is also inside of me. What mm. would that feel like? Uh, what would that feel like from my heart? Uh, what would it feel like in relationships? Um, you could also look at it in the area of emotion. You know, how does my thinking of God, how does it shift to where I am um, feeling that love or joy that's slightly different than where I was at before? Interesting. Very interesting. So, so Sean, just real quick, is, is the Holy Spirit, in your opinion, is it an entity? Like, you know, like we call on the Holy Spirit, you go in the churches and they call on the Holy Spirit. Or is, is what you're saying a simpler explanation of that? Because I know sometimes I feel comforted when I open up to the Holy Spirit, like there's a spirit of truth. And I, I sometimes I feel like that that's an entity. You know, Jesus said, I'm sending the Holy Spirit as a helper. Can you just talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, well, in, in my tradition of Christianity growing up, I was taught about the Trinity, that there is God the Father, uh, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So um, God being the, the structure of it all and the, the part, the vehicle that um, connects everything together, that, that matrix, um, that the comforter that um, the Bible talks about, I'm going to bring you the comforter. Mm -hmm. um, the Holy Spirit is, um, is the, the matrix that makes it all work. Gotcha. It's gotcha. Um, electromagnetic in nature. And um, it, 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 it connects everything together. It's like the glue. Okay. Hold that, hold that thought, Sean. And, uh, cause, because we're going to have to take a commercial break. And, uh, but when we come back, we'll continue our discussion with our guest, Sean Allison, whose website is www.selfcareresults.com. All right, guys, you're listening to Heart to Heart Radio Show with Dan and Ann on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. That's www.xzbn.net. For more information about Heart to Heart Radio Show, visit hearttoheartradioshow.com or check out our personal website, prodigaljourneys.com. Again, you're listening to Heart to Heart Radio Show on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. We'll be right back. They're here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. 
So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens, and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. All right. We're back. You're listening to Heart to Heart Radio Show with Dan and Ann. Our guest this hour is Sean Allison, and his website is www.selfcareresults.com. And we've been discussing the different ways to experience and connect with God. And tonight, Sean, um, I didn't know if you got finished up in that last segment with the Holy Spirit. You were talking a little bit about it being an energetic field that opens us up in, in a very unique way. Would you want to just finish that up? Sure. Um, another way of experiencing the Holy Spirit is... Um, it, there are references in the Bible that talk about um, the Holy Spirit as an interpreter. And what I like um, using that as a description is when we're in conversation with each other and I'm speaking my truth to you and it identifies, it resonates with you on a different level um, in the context that is meaningful to you. That translation that occurs is also what the Holy Spirit's role is for. All right. That's, that's, that makes sense. All right. That sounds great. And, and so a question I want to ask you, Sean, is, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about today about, you know, being in the presence of God, you know, being still and know, you know, the space between the words. Could you help us out there? You know, what is being still and know, and what is the space within the words and, and, and that sort of language? Because I think all of us want to get in that presence of God and want to feel that presence. So could you explain that just a little bit for us? Sure. Uh, in my experience, um, I have noticed that there are times when I am seeing a sunrise, and um, I'm moved by it. You know, it's, um, I get warm and tingly. Um, I, I get sentimental. I might think of something that is meaningful uh, that locks me into that experience. And in my, in my exploration around this, I've noticed that the closer I feel to God, the less I think, the less I describe what's going on, there's just this sense of being in the moment and being present. There's this sense of awe and wonder about what is going on around me. And um, I can feel a shift where I'm... Um, I'm altered into a different state of being. Uh, I'm more peaceful and quiet. Um, one of the things that I've noticed, too, is if um, something happens and I get a distraction, um, there is an abrupt shift where I can feel disconnected from it. And... Um, I think that is kind of an interesting way of playing around with it, where you mm -hmm. can um, notice when you're turned on, notice when you're turned off, um, notice what catches your attention, 
when you feel like you're in the heart and uh, connecting on an emotional level uh, to something that you're experiencing. I, I think the experience of God is much more common than we may give ourselves credit for. We see it and experience it in so many things around us that it really catches us by surprise and and draws us into a deeper desire to understand what is going on. Mm. Yeah, you know, I, I've had experienced God just suddenly being very present when I'm, you know, back in the day when I would need my dough in, you know, in the kitchen just by myself with nothing going on, just nice and quiet and calm. It's just in those moments, you know, where everything's just, there's nothing really going on. You're just, you know, in the moment and it's just right there at that moment where a lot of times I find God, you know, it's just sometimes not, not what you're expecting, just what there he is, you know, there's God. And it, it's that calming moment really most of the time. And I noticed something that Sean said, Angela, and you probably experienced it, and I experienced it today when Angela said it. But every time you said, Sean, that God is with us, that God is all around us, that he's everywhere present, I immediately felt peaceful. Angela mm-hmm. said that today. There's no separation. You know, God's here right now. And, and like you said, you, you stop thinking. You relax and, and you mm-hmm. melt into something. And, and it's just the most amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. So, oh, so sh- go ahead. That's a really nice description. So, Sean, how yeah. do we how do we access power greater than ourselves? If if the power is all around us, and the power, you know, like you go to a lot of twelve steps, and you know, the first thing you got to acknowledge is I, I can't get out of this addiction. I can't stop what I'm doing. I'm drinking every day, or I'm sexually addicted, and. There's, there's so much evidence that we can access power greater than ourselves. I've experienced it. I've given up alcohol. I've given up sex addiction. I've given up a lot of these things. And But could you tell our audience, because I know this is another aspect of connecting with God, but it seems like there's a point where we realize there's no connection, and there's a point where we live at where we feel like God is separate. And when we feel like God is separate, we suffer in our addictions. Oh, yes, that's that so true. You know, something that I've noticed in my own uh, behaviors is when I am getting stuck in a habit uh, and I'm feeling a, a, a drain of energy, mm. um, oftentimes when I shift my focus and do something that's different, and that feels more buoyant, that feels um, where the more that I do it, I feel better. Uh, maybe that's a wonderful way of, of practicing this connection with God, is when I have active, when I choose decisions and actions that move me in a direction of feeling better, then I am becoming closer to that experience with God. If I'm feeling worse, then I'm moving away from. And oftentimes when I'm working with changing a habit, um, while I am um, at the times when I am struggling with those impulses, I will get up and do something different that is unrelated and that feels much different. Mm-hmm. If I stay in the direction of the thoughts of what I am depriving myself of, then I focus on that. And if I move in the direction of something that makes me feel happier, that makes me feel connected, or that makes me feel excited, um, then that will override that one is a different um, it's almost like a channel on a TV. Um, if I'm feeling bad, you're watching channel three. And if you're feeling good, you're watching on channel four. Well, my thought process and um, 
what I choose when I'm feeling good is different than when I am feeling bad. So I like to link um, activities that make me feel really good about myself um, that make me feel that buoyant, that excitement, that um, that love or peace. Yeah. You know, Sean, I think it's kind of like paying attention to like when you're watching a movie or something or a certain show and and you're suddenly feeling agitated or stressed, you know, then, uh, to me, you're moving more into a, a, a negative or dense energy, you know, so it's, if you just change the channel to something more light, you notice how you just feel lighter and better and, and, I don't know, you don't have that that stress feeling. And it, it could be that way in everything that you do. Like, you know, I'm feeling uncomfortable and I wanna I wanna switch this because you know, we're connecting to God when we're at peace. And when we're doing something or thinking to do something that's actually causing us stress, we're moving further away from God the way that I figured it out. And you know, you need to mm-hmm. go like you said, shift what you're doing. Don't do that. Then go do something else, change the channel, go listen to something else. Um, change the thing you're about ready to do. Don't do that right now. I don't know. And just always try to stay in that place of peace. Isn't that kind of how you, you see it? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good description. Um, one of the things that I'm, recognizing in my own life is that when I am doing things that make me feel better, um, then I am, I can anchor those, those activities that make me feel better to that time when, okay, let's say that I am trying to get up, give up chocolate. Okay. Um, during the time that I'm having the impulse of that chocolate, um, I can also um, take a hot bath. Yeah, instead. I think of that hot bath, it it shifts my focus to a behavior that is calm and relaxing and feels good. Yeah, we're going to have to wrap it up Uh, tonight. We've enjoyed our discussion with you, Sean. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. And for more more information about Sean Allison, you can visit him on www.selfcareresults.com. All right, guys, we'll be back next week for another edition of Heart to Heart Radio with Dan and Ann. And to find out more about our show and... Go to X-Zone Radio Broadcast Network on www.xzbn.net. For more information on Heart to Heart Radio Show, visit hearttoheartradioshow.com or our personal site. All right, guys. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net.
You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simultv, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simultv. Simultv offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today.